the biggest moment of a shattering worldview is that we had our first son and three years after that we were going to have our our second son and, and my second son was born very early so my wife had preeclampsia and they had to deliver my son at only 25 weeks gestation normal gestational period is 40 weeks so that was 15 weeks early and my wife's life was on the line there was no choice and he survived the birth and he, he lived in the NICU for about a month and he got an infection and he died um, so you know my son Avery he passed away in 2018 and he had only lived in the hospital right and we had only seen him in the hospital and I didn't even get a chance to hold him in life because he was always on a ventilator or something. Emily got to hold him once. And uh, that, losing a child, um, I feel like until that moment, even though I had had challenges in life, I had lived a really charmed life. Like, I was just lucky, and I had not really suffered much at all. I mean, I, I had depression in, in college. You know, I had stressful times. Got bullied a little bit in, in school. But... To know that kind of suffering, I hadn't really. I feel like you're a different person when something like that happens to you and you live in a different world. There are more people living in that world with you than you realize because people don't often talk about this. Yeah. It's hard. And it's just like even a simple question that someone could ask me when we first meet. How many kids do you have? Mm. That becomes a complicated answer. Mm. Do I say I have two kids and not mention him? That doesn't feel good because I, I want, he is one of my children, you know? He lived his life matters. But do I want to get into that heavy of a topic with somebody that I just met? Right. You know, um, you know, I'll do it different ways, right? I might say, I usually am, am open with it, right? I'm more of a wear your heart on your sleeve kind of guy. And I want him to be acknowledged, so I'll just say, you know, I got two, or I got two kids at home and one that passed away. Or if I don't want to get into it, two kids at home. You know, that's a way of saying that. Mm -hmm. That's not saying that I only have two kids, but I have two kids that are at home with me right now. And if they want to inquire into it more, you know, yeah, I get into it. But I've connected with even the guy who sold me my car. You know, he asked me that question, and I told him, and he shared with me a very similar story. You know that he had had a very devastating loss and you can uh, intellectually like understand mortality and impermanence but when it really hits you in, in life it it changes your perspective I've shared some things with you as well in that same vein and I think just having the outlet for it is such a relief to have someone that you feel you can talk to and it doesn't make the pain better but sharing it somehow makes it easier to carry and it just gives you an opportunity to talk out loud through what you're feeling. And I think the biggest thing is it really allows you to process it yourself in a way that you can't if it just stays in your head. Does that make sense? It's kind of like talking through a yeah. lot of problems. If you're just talking out loud, and I think this is a problem that men run into a lot when your wife or, or your girlfriend is telling you her problems, our minds are spinning on how do I fix it and, and thinking about that. They don't necessarily need that them telling us about their problems is them walking themselves through it and mostly fixing it themselves by the time they get done and we miss want that. someone to be there to like understand their feelings yeah and i don't think we, we realize that, that we need that right until <laughs> yeah. a situation like this and it's like oh shit that is exactly what's happening 
Yeah. And that is one of those situations where you can't fix it. There's no fixing it. Right. Right? So that can make it very hard for especially a masculine guy who always wants to fix the problems, right? You, you can't fix it. So you have to learn another way of, of being. And unfortunately, the way a lot of people deal with not knowing how to support someone who's been through a loss is they don't talk about it. They avoid the person because they don't know what to say. And unfortunately, that's like the worst thing that you could actually do. Like that person does not want to feel isolated. Almost anything you could do would be better than not saying anything. When someone has lost someone, you can't remind them. They didn't forget. <laughs> right? Like, so, right. And even though I've lost a child, I still sometimes fall into that. Like I know someone who lost her husband and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't mention her husband. Wait a minute. Do you think she forgot that her husband died? And I'm going to remind her? No. <laughs> like being there for people is important in whatever way you can. I hope that when in the future I know people around me will lose people because people die. And I hope I am better prepared to support them through their grief because I've been through it. And because I've used my mindfulness practice to help me get through it, I hope that I'm prepared to help people that might be interested in learning how mindfulness can help them work through those feelings. When something like this happens to you, the phrase everything happens for a reason is not something you want to hear because there's no good reason for a baby to die, right? It's not some greater purpose or whatever, but we do make meaning. I hope that one of the things that I got out of this is now I have an experience of this grief and this suffering and I can connect with other people on that level. And it's not that I wouldn't go back in time and change it if I could and have him live, but it's something that I can say is a positive that I was able to pull out of the, the suffering and the, the tragedy. To right? put that spin on it, man, that's unbelievable. And thank you for sharing that because I still, I would not have thought of that without you saying it. So I think that's critically important for anybody who is going through that to not immediately, but as you have time to process and unpack it, look yeah. for something you can take from it to give because that, you know, that extends the legacy of, of the person you lost as well. Yeah. I would never say that to someone right after that happened, like, look at the good of this. No way. But, you know, you yourself might find something over time. You know, part of it is empathy and, and realizing the truth that everybody suffers. And that leads to compassion, which is the earnest desire to relieve suffering.